We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies. Just chowing on the junkies, yeah. It's pit season, what a time to be alive. Pit season, couple of regular guys. It's pit season, go have yourself a laugh. It's pit season, ha 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 ha. Happy Thursday, everybody. Episode 118 of Bit Season. I'm Drab. I'm Matt Valdez. Hope everybody is having a fantastic week. We are cruising through. Yeah, an extended weekend coming up for everyone. Oh, I love three-day weekends. You know what I love about three-day weekends? Yeah. When I uh, I ask you, I say, hey, are we doing best of for for President's Day or <laughs> Memorial Day or, yeah. or July 4th? And mm-hmm. you say, No. One of these days, Valdez will find out where the schedule is, and he'll click on it and I, look ahead without asking me. I, I, I it's do only all the been, time. It's, it's I only do been all the time. I yeah. do all the time. Yeah. I, I went. I went through the emails uh, that CK sent. It's the same link every week. It's a Google Sheet, which I think you just found out about today because you go, Dread, you do anything about Google Sheets? I'm like, yeah, the schedule's on a Google hey, Sheet. I made a Google – the people with an office job, they're going to laugh hysterically at me, but I just I just figured out how to make my first Google Sheet uh, last night, and it took me about two hours. And all I all I needed was, was uh, six columns and then all the way down, infinite columns all the way down. I took a Microsoft Excel class. 20 something years ago i don't remember one thing i barely know how to do anything those people who can line up all the columns and rows they're wizards and it adds everything together for you uh, it's it's such a needed um trick in your life i I don't know i just haven't done i just need to get on youtube and take like five classes i've always uh dreamt of the the job where and maybe maybe it's because it's so different than our job, yeah. where your data entry, when all you're doing is pushing a button. Some would say that's all I do. Yeah, you but, push, but you just push one big button on. <laughs> but um, the, that enter the data. Hey, that kind of that kind of ties into that that mini conversation today when we were talking about how you just wish you were good at something. I would just, I would kill oh, yes. to be good at something, Valdez. We, we talked about um, someone getting a scholarship at Winthrop, right, mm-hmm. for, cor- play, for playing cornhole. Um, and yeah, I like I, like to be known for something. Not like, oh, even there goes, there goes Drab. He's the guy who can blank. Yeah, fix a car. There goes Drab. The guy, the can, guy that uh, can fix your roof or. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always felt that I've always had this. There goes thought Drab. He's got a. He, he has the ability to draw well. So if there's a time machine, this is what I always think about. And I've probably talked to you about this before. And they say, "Hey, Valdez, you're the guy we're going to send back to the okay. Middle Ages. Uh, middle okay. Ages. We're right. sending you back to the Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. We need you to advance society. Oh boy. 
What are you going to do? What, what like, what's I, the one thing? Like, like, what am I bringing to them? Yeah. What, what can you offer? Nothing. Yeah. That's all. That's a, that's a great question. I think about it all the time. All I, of a sudden, I would be a, a, a wasted body if I got sent back to centuries ago. I couldn't teach them one thing. Do you think the Renaissance had hoodies? Because we could, we could show them the, the invention of hoodies and how comfortable they are and how warm they keep you. Yeah, maybe, but I, I'm sure they had warm clothing figured out back back in the day. They weren't shivering to death. They probably better at it than we are now. I know, I know what you're what, saying. What are you going to teach them to uh, skin a bison? You're going to where are you? No, gonna, I'm going to I'm going to show them that you can make a, make a bison hoodie. Okay, you're going to show them how to plant cotton and weave cotton together. No, <laughs> all right, you know how to do that. No, my guess is they already had uh, cotton and silk. In the Renaissance, I, I'm telling you, I know, but no, I, I understand what you're saying. Is I, I, is is all of this technology and all this advancement that we have? Mm-hmm. You go back. How can we rele- How can we teach them? We couldn't because we don't understand what we're doing. I'm going to ask you a very stupid question. Maybe we could tell them about radio. When was Marconi uh, mm-hmm. born? 1800s, late 1800s, probably, or that's when it probably happened. Let me ask you a very stupid question. Mm-hmm. What did Ben Franklin do with the key on the kite? He what did was that some sort of discovering electricity thing? Yes, that that helped him discover electricity right. by but, what? But you're you're saying how did the key yes. on the kite adv- uh, make it, him discover? Yes, I don't. I this is just all me I know is he put a key on a kite, and flew it. <laughs> this is me spit. This is me spitballing. Yeah. All right. This is the e- this is me the eb going. Uh, I don't know, but mm-hmm. but he, don't make work don't, with me here. Yeah, work with me here. Uh-huh. Don't don't call me stupid. Okay, <laughs> all right. But I think if you put the metal higher in the sky, the light the lightning is striking to whatever it sees first. So yeah, like, so uh, yeah, I get so that. He wanted the lightning. To, the he, sc- he wanted the lightning to strike the key. But what did that do? Sent all the way down the string to what? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. How do you use that inform? How do you use the the key information? Ah, I got to something. Make a, I got to make something. Electricity. We tell them about there's oil under the ground. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. I know there's oil on the ground, and we know where it's at. <laughs> we should start right? buying, buying up property. <laughs> in, do we? We in, know in Saudi where, Arabia. We know relatively where oil's at. Uh huh. Okay. We I, well, how how are they going to dig it? I don't know. No, <laughs> yeah, are they going to? Do you know what I would do if I was if I was shipped back mm-hmm. into the Middle Ages? Yeah, the give Renaissance. me something. Give this me is what something. I would do. I I would be the best court jester in the world. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be my job is entertain the king. What about crabbing? Can you can you help advance um, all the watermen out there? You mean like create a boat? Yeah. Well, no. I'm sure they had boats. They've had boats for. I would show them how to make a, yeah, a trap. I, I'm talking like 500 years ago. So they had boats. Okay. Well, they had certain things. A, a trot line? A, a, tell them what a trot yeah. line is? No, I, I'm telling you. Uh, I'm completely worthless. A wasted body. I'll, I, here. What is your contribution to society? You want to know what my contribution to society is? The show? Basketball. <laughs> oh. I'd teach them basketball. <laughs> <laughs> All right? <laughs> You like that, don't you? <laughs> that is, that's funny. That, that's funny. And you know, what you could do is when did when did soccer advance in Europe? Like when did they start playing soccer? Probably the seventeen hundreds. I'm guessing. No. Well, what you could. I do, don't. What you could do is 
you could uh, advance football mm-hmm. in Europe. So all of a sudden, Europeans understand and enjoy football that way. Yeah, I, it's really. Fr- I just want to be great at something. <laughs> I want to know something. I, I just. It's I, I I don't even I don't know how motors work. No, I have literally zero idea. Solar power? Could that? We can't explain. Can't explain. We it. can't explain stuff. Yeah. So they just think we're just some weird. People Plus, they have from- primitive tools too. Yeah. So there's only so much you can do. You could. Here's what we could do. We could probably figure out better meals for them. Definitely. Could right. Do that. Yeah, yeah. We see some spicing, <laughs> some seasoning, some, yeah, like. Some- yeah. Well, well, did, did they Mar- eat chickens Marco- back then? How long have they been eating chickens for? <laughs> I don't know. Marco Marco Polo uh, uh, was on the spice trail, wasn't he? Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. It's a it's a fr- it's frustrating. <laughs> I want someone help us out. Tweet us at Bitsies. What is common knowledge now that most people know that they didn't have figured out back then that we could pass along to someone? You just you you really made me feel fluoride. Worthless. I don't even like where does fluoride come from? No idea. Yeah, we could ex- we could explain some stuff. Yeah, but we couldn't tell you how to do it. Hundred percent. I'm trying to think of like machines. What about like bo- purifying water, like boiling water so that uh, so that you don't get sick from disease. Here's what, my guess, here's my, what I would tell them. My guess, I, here, I, here, I got something. Do not bleed out people if you're there is sick. <laughs> yeah, that I, doesn't work. I, I, I was literally getting ready to say, yeah. leeches don't don't <laughs> yeah. cure people. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let us know. I tweet us at Bit Season. Help. Uh, I, speaking of frustrating, mm-hmm. um, I felt bad for Mar towards the uh, end of the show. He brought it up to us um, in the side studio to in the beginning of the day mm-hmm. that Mar is has a mouse problem at his house yeah he here's my take on this is how it, it's kind of endearing almost a little bit because he we've all we've all gone through it, this it's, it's a rite of passage yes living in a flop house with mice is a rite of passage and he was really shaken up today about this mouse infestation and he didn't know how to handle it didn't know what to do he just thought his world was crumbling around him. It, it made me. It, it made me smile. It made me smile inside. Not because because Mar has to go through this, but it just made me. It, it took me down memory lane. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about number one, uh, the the crap house that you're that you're living in with with six dudes, and only four of them are on the lease because mm-hmm. you're not allowed to have more than four. Or and um, dealing with a landlord. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm just happy that we don't have to do that that's, still in life. That's the that's the worst part of living in Arlington, Alexandria, DC. All these older buildings, they're just rats nests. No, we lived we lived in Shirlington. I had mouse problems all the time, and they they just find their way in, and then they poop in your silverware drawer, and you it's disgusting, and, and, and there's crap everywhere. I I, I want to go over Mars House one day. Like just to see, he, need, like, he needs that foam, that spread, that foam <laughs> the that pink, seals the, the pink foam. Yeah, yeah that yeah. seals up everything. No, but I, I want to go over his house just to, uh, uh, like I said, take a stroll down memory lane mm-hmm. and just hang out. With see the how boys. dirty that yeah, tub yeah. is. And hang out with all the boys, you know, uh, leaving pizza boxes everywhere. Just live like a, like you said, like a frat house. It, it, Eb was talking about it today. I was kind of just picturing Eb. At, uh, and, uh, the way Eric describes his Norwich house, yeah, it, it, it gives me tingles. <laughs> not in a good way. Yeah, you're, not in a good way. 
when he says that there were seven million roaches and they just got used to them and they they just scattered everywhere, it, it gives me the EBGBs even thinking about it, and it makes perfect sense because Eric is the is the messiest, grossest one of everybody, and he's fifty four years of age now. Imagine what he was like thirty five years ago. And it, well, it's weird because because. Well, think about also think about how helpless Eric is about yeah. stuff, and and if you have a problem in your house, all right, if like the like the bathroom is overrun with mold. Speaking of about guys who don't know how to do anything, yeah, like mm-hmm. it, he's not going to be able to solve it. Yeah, so he's just and so back then, when, right today, Eric has the means of solving the problem. Back then, Eric doesn't have the means of of solving a problem of a roach infestation or mold growing Mm -hmm. uh, in your bathroom tub. Well, I do think, why is that? Like, girls are so much cleaner than guys. Why every... That's false. That's false. No, no, no. I'm talking about girls are gross, too. They are gross, but they are gross in like a... Girls are not going to shower in mold. They're just not going to do that. No, girls. A girls. A girls. Gross is it's different. Is, is different. Like yes, it's girls, messy. It's messy. Yeah, they're messy. But guys, guys are legit pigs and will live in a pigsty. Guys will will bathe in mold. They will. They're shot. They brush their teeth with brown water. With brown water, their toilet will be black. They'll have the biggest ring <laughs> in their toilet. <laughs> But but women will leave their clothes all over the place. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Uh, their workstation will just have crap but, all over it. But they are more sanitary. Yes. Why are guys so unsanitary in their youth, but they grow out of it? Like now, if I saw mold in my shower, I you would, would take care of it immediately. Uh, well, I would. Yeah, I mean, I would be mortified. Now, if I see, I know I'm fortunate enough to have, we have a cleaner come every three weeks, so I don't have to scrub my toilets, but. If I see the gross toilet, it's got pee stains. I'm like, oh my god, let me scrub. This is disgusting, you know. Or black. If I see any black in there, I got to scrub it down. Mm-hmm. When I was 20 years old, 19, I, why, why, how do you grow out of that? Um, that's, is it laziness? You think maybe laziness? Are you just so young and and you feel bulletproof? Yeah, it doesn't bother you. Mm-hmm. No. Things bother you differently when you're 19 as opposed to. Case in point, I had a I had a Rottweiler oh, uh, Troy when I got, was a junior in college. I never once vacuumed my room. Never, I didn't have a vacuum. That's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> there was probably three inches of dog hair in my room. <sighs> I would. I now I don't go. I, I, you can't go a week without I, vacuuming. Now, yeah. If I see any dog hair, I immediately start vacuuming. But it literally didn't bother me at all. Never washed my sheets. Nothing. You didn't wash your sheets in college. Never. Maybe once or twice a semester. Wash my sheets twice a month. No, that falls into the same category. I'm just not, you're not bothered by germs when you're 20 years old. Now, different story. You know, I lived, so I lived with five, was it five or four women in college? And that's what, that's when I had my rude awakening that women are just as messy as men. What happened? What do you? What kind of a loser lives with girls in college? And I don't mean this in in a oh I was such a cocksmith. Oh, I was laying <laughs> pipe men, to, whatever. No, no. I was laying pipe to all of them. No, 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 no. no, no. Why weren't you living with the boys? Oh, because what happened? No, you got I, kicked out of the friends group or something? <laughs> no. and you, had, you had to crash with some girls. No, I um, met uh, all my friends that I met 
in college were mm-hmm. a, were a year older than me. So when I was a freshman, they were sophomores when we lived in Ellicott. And so we all lived together. That was poor planning on your part. I, it was. It was very poor planning. <laughs> I wasn't looking down the yeah. road. So so we all, we lived together our uh, sophomore, junior year. And by the time the junior year ended, it was my senior year. And seniors aren't allowed to live on campus at Maryland. So I was. What about living by yourself? That was impossible to do. Plus, it was so expensive mm. to live by yourself. It looked, uh, finding a single bed apartment back in the early 2000s. It's not like now where you could. And plus, it would be it would be two thousand a month to my to rent seni- my like senior year. I actually lived in a studio by myself. I was just I just wanted to try something different. I already lived with my buddies for a couple few years. I lived in the worst neighborhood outside outside, and my neighbor was like a homeless guy half the time, <laughs> and he was a drunk, and he and he also like he was um, a busker. Right. He was like this older black guy, but he had a dog and he was always whipping his dog with his XLR cables like he was a monster. And then one time he discharged a firearm into the apartment through his floor on accident into the bed of the people who live below him. Luckily, they weren't in the bed. I mean, that's the type of place I lived. It was the that's, worst. That sounds awful. It, actually, not even the worst place I lived. The second worst place I ever no, lived. But, but the, yeah, but I, I lived in the same type of flop house and mm-hmm. did. Um, and it was, um, it was the, the girlfriend of my best friend at the time. Mm. Um, and they, they said, yeah, just come live with us. And I, that's where they're, did you see them naked all the time? Were they walking around naked? (laughs) There's not, it's not, it's not as erotic as you would think. I'm thinking it would be Uh, erotic. There is, um, um, were you walking around naked? No, I was very respectful. You were shirtless of my nudity. Um, well, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I would be shirtless, okay. but I like I wouldn't walk around shirtless. But but I, I guess the the most erotic it would be is uh, towels walking around mm-hmm. in towels, right. which can be kind of titillating because you never know one might drop. But it was um, it was a, it was a flop house. It, spider crickets, ten billion <laughs> spider crickets yeah. all over the place, hopping all around. And it's disgusting because you're sleeping on an air mattress, basically, uh, that's right on the ground. And all you can think about are, are spider crickets jumping when in I, your bed. When I first moved here, spider crickets were – that was uh, that was an adjustment for sure. <laughs> aren't they're, they're freaky, aren't they? Yeah. you just I mean, Arizona has scorpions, but they really didn't come into your house, especially in places that had been built a long time ago. If you built new development out in the desert, that's where a lot of the scorpions were because they hadn't run, run out yet. Or been pushed out, but when I the spider crickets are everywhere here. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't see them out where I live too much, at least not in my home. But Centerville felt like spider, spider cricket, cricket heaven. <laughs> there's there's a billion of them. Yeah, it's gross. I, I don't know, dude. And yeah, like so, I said, they're creepy looking. Very creepy looking. And so, yeah. But at least this is the the, the worst part, and I guess think it's the creepiest part about mice in the house. Mm-hmm. Is uh, the rattling sound their feet make when they're scurrying like in vents? Yeah, that that's the creepiest thing. I, well, I was told I was always told that if you maybe it's with rats too that if you see one mouse, there's a hundred more in the walls. I was never told that, but yeah. I, I I see how that is very how that sel- happens. very seldom. You see one, you see a billion. Very seldom they're just going to be one rogue mouse finds its way into your house. Mm-hmm. 
they're setting up shop or they've been in there or they moved in. But did you like my strategy? Mm, what's where, that? Where I, I leave the mouse who has been uh, mutilated by the mouse no, trap out. That's such a stupid for, strategy. I mean, his, are you that are you that for dumb? His friends, they're not elephants to go. They're report. not. They're, they don't not be big brain species. They have that I, thought I, processing. I need their friends to go report them. Uh, report that right. there's traps out me, so that they leave. Do you smash ants in front of other ants to let them know that I used to do leave that dead a, bodies I, around? Hey, I used to do that as a kid. I know you probably <laughs> did when they would file in a line. <laughs> I used to uh, hit one with my finger and watch them all. Scurry so you, around. You, yeah. I know. I'm a, yes. I was the kid that played with ants. It, it, well, you know what that mouse is going to do. It's going to crawl over that other mouse <laughs> and take the peanut butter yeah, now yeah. that the trap is busted. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Uh, speaking of friendship, yeah. um, we kind of got reamed this week by mm-hmm. EB for being lousy friends to him. Um, Eric texted us over mm-hmm. the weekend. Um while Stevie was playing and Marist was playing. Who were they playing? I forget. Bucknell, I believe. Okay. Uh, Eric texted us on Saturday, uh, all excited that, that Stevie scored two goals. Um, and then on Monday. You left them on red. Yeah. And Monday, he came into the producer studio and said, hey, guys, I was so excited and I got nothing. I got crickets from you. Some well, friends. Didn't he say, I, I think the quote was, some friends you are. And that made, that made me feel bad. That resonated when he said that. Well, you, I'll be honest. I see. I, I missed it. Like I, I don't know when he texted it Saturday afternoon. I saw it on Twitter, and I gave him a like on Twitter. I just never saw the group chat to us, or maybe I did. I just don't I totally don't remember it. I, I feel like I, I would have respond. I actually felt bad. I know. So did I. I felt bad, but you you just chose not to respond. <laughs> Hold on. No, I did the same thing you did. What? I you read it and fr- I read it and then I just mm. I forgot about it. Wasn't it wasn't that important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is exactly what Eb was getting at. I honestly didn't see it. Is that your excuse? No, that's my that I hand on the Bible. That's my that's my uh, excuse. Is that I didn't actually see it. And I, then I open up my phone. I scroll down. I go, oh yeah, there it is. Because my first response was, you didn't text me. Uh, it, it was during golf, so I it was out of sight, out of mind. And so well, I, I apologize. And um, hey, I, I didn't realize that you. That's I can't. That was such a suck up move that you did. What do you mean? It's not a suck up move. That was the truth. You, I no. It's a suck up move that that you go into the group chat to say to say. Hey, I just realized you sent this. That's great. Sorry, I missed it. Yeah. No, I said that to his face. <laughs> I know, but then you did I, it. I know, but uh, then you did it again in the. In oh the, yeah. Well, I wanted him like, to. You I know, know why I did cause that? Because you're, you're faking. Like no, like I did that because when next time he goes to Texas, I don't want him to kind of forget that conversation and then say these these a holes never text me back last time. So I wanted a reminder in his notes there the next time he goes to Texas that I just missed the last one. That's you're smart. You're playing, I'm, you're I'm thinking ahead. Yeah. yeah, you're playing the long mm-hmm. game. But I legitimately felt bad. Did you enjoy Paul Rabel in studio? I did. I like. I know lacrosse is a very niche sport, niche sport, however you want to say it. Um, but I like. I like Paul because Paul's a nice guy, and he's just. I, I feel like a bro every time he's around. That's why I, I like when Paul comes in studio. What's I would rather have Paul come in studio than do a phoner just because I feel like I feel like Paul makes you one of the boys. 
Yeah. I, 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 what's with these guys always saying, let's effing go? What is that? A, is that? Oh, yeah. That I got, mean, that got dumped. I know. Paul said that on, on, oh, on the show. Oh, so nobody Paul, else heard that. Also, Paul made me feel like a huge a-hole because he congratulated Eric on Stevie getting two goals to his face. Yeah. Like, like big lacrosse legend noticed know, it, but not yeah, us. Yes, I know. Not his lowly producers. Lacrosse legend, congratulations to you and, and to Stevie. Producers, crickets. Hey, I don't hear you say "let's go" a lot. I don't. Why don't you? That's yes, not in your lexicon. It's, it, that's a uh, frat guy talk. I'll say it sometimes. It's just I, I do like saying it, but you would never. Black guys never say "let's effing go." I only did. It's, it. it's like a it's like a new in northeast of. Uh, Tom Brady says it. It's just like a frat guy thing. I, I actually, I remember saying it once. We were. Um, was, they don't say that on the golf course when you. I, I'm, I'm gonna. Okay, yeah, yeah. No. Of course they do. Are you kidding me? No, it, it, we were playing. Uh, we we're playing a Ryder Cup style match. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, a team against another team, and I and um, I made a, a big putt to like get us up one late in the match, and I turned to my to my. Buddy and I said I didn't say let's effing I said let's go like that to get them all fired up for the next we had like two holes to, to close uh-huh. everything out. Mar is a big let's go guy. I'm I think I'm too old for let's go. Hey, I you know what? Speaking of too old, I I saw this on Twitter and then you brought it up today when we were talking about the guy's sneakers and and JP wearing Jordans. JP is too old to wear Jordans. I, is there a cutoff age to wear Jordans? Um, or can no. you be like Skip Bayless and be 70 years old and wear Jordans with your suit? No, no, no. There's no age restriction on Jordans. It's You have to establish yourself as... It's a swag factor. Yes. I've been dying to talk about these guys as sneakers for years. <laughs> well, we've kind of been beating around the bush in terms of how they've dressed. But it finally, you you finally got what you wanted for the Paul Rabel J- picture. J- yeah, J- JP loves comments and so he was reading all the comments in his personal time and then he read them all on air again today uh-huh. and he was kind of dumbfounded that people were joning on their shoes now look they are right listeners will point out anything in a picture other than what's the main focus of the picture to be snarky at this and to at, yeah, at, the, at this point i'm kind of with cakes you just got to refuse to do pictures now because all it does is in you could have the best picture of yourself and someone will find a flaw with it to bring it up, and then you'll feel insecure. Well, you are you are just hammering them at the end of that segment. I, well, I was trying to. I, I'm trying to be funny. I'm trying to be funny. I don't, I don't know. What I'm I've noticed that whenever someone, whenever you're a jerk, you always go, "I'm trying to be funny." <laughs> you wanted to, you reflect in a little bit that you you get to do that because you lift and you don't have man boobs, and so Dude, you I, you were pointing out. First I of all, have, I, man, I have man boobs. I I'm not some Adonis. Well, I know. I that. didn't. I didn't say you're an Adonis. I just said you lift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, first off, cakes I, cakes has terrible shoes. Not usually those white nursing shoes that he wears. All, I, I told him not a, to wear those. We've mocked them before, but he's got an allegiance to Chris Farley and Brooks. And if Chris Farley gives him a pair of shoes, he has to wear it, or he actually does like it. But I love Chris Farley. Love Pacers. White, all white running shoes ain't it. It'll <laughs> no. never be it. And cakes looks like an overnight nurse wearing those things. <laughs> the, 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 the toes do look like Crocs. JP's got the 
JP's got. Uh, if I hear, if I got to hear the name Cole Hahn again, yeah, I know I'm going to go ballistic. JP will wear clean clothes. He'll 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 wear. Um, he'll be neatly put together. It'll just be so bland and boring. All no swag. He's the anti swag. I know that's JP. why. Yeah, I know he, that's for why he years keeps- wore those Nubs Allbird shoes, and they drove me nuts. <laughs> they just the ultimate. They're the equivalent of mom jeans. For 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 dads, those dumb Allbirds shoes that that just have literally no style to them at all. They're just covering for your feet. He wore them, but that was my until they had holes in the soles. That was my entire point: is that JP can't go from the uh, I'm the he can't he can't transition from the mm -hmm. I'm the the minimalist. I don't need much. um, I'm just basic to all of a sudden having having stylish shoes. You don't the, have the transitions no. too weird. See, here, weird. He's already he's already cemented himself no. as the as here's the here's where you normal. Guy. I thought you watch Queer Eye. I do watch. You don't Queer have Eye. to go from being this macho man to wearing pink all the time. That's you know that's not style. But having something that fits properly and actually is on trend a little bit doesn't mean that you have to have you have to be wearing swagged out Jordans all the time. No, 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 no. My my point is is that if he's going from going from what JP is mm-hmm. to going from uh, or going to stylish, all of a sudden the transition becomes the becomes the focal point. Here's JP's dream dream outfit. And look, JP's a good-looking guy. Always has he has a nice haircut that he always takes care of. He never looks sloppy. Never. But if you say, "Hey JP, I got you a brand new black polo with the station logo on it." He's going <laughs> to in his pants. That's what he loves, okay? He loves just boring uh, sports radio polos or NBC sports polos. He loves that look. And it, it, it drives, and then he'll wear some jeans and, and some nub shoes with them. <laughs> JP loves logos. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, uh, he looks like a, like a what, car salesman uh, or something. What, you're the, you're the, the, the stylish That's expert. not true because I think everyone's the, got their own style. You're the, you're you're the, the golf style guy. I am. I look. I look a million times better on the golf course than I do off the golf course. I. I. I'm. Believe me, these pandas are played out. Every, they're gone. They were all played out a I year know. ago, but I like them, so I keep wearing them. All right. So if you're you're JP's haberdasher. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get to fix them up. You're you're uh, Thank tan. You. You're ta- you're tan. I'm, t- I'm tan. Yeah. First of all, uh, JP, we're going to move into some slim fit jeans. You're wearing these straight leg jeans. You have two pairs of jeans. They're ill fitting, in my opinion. Right. They're too long. This is, what, this is what JP doesn't understand: is that jeans nowadays, the regular fit is is for the husky. Yeah, you need you, you need a taper at the ankle. Yeah, JP is regular, but he needs a slim yes. fit because because like I said, regular is for the big is for big boy. Slim fit is for regular size boy. And then just mix in. I'm not saying wear Vans because that's kind of a younger demographic, but something of that ilk where it's just a nice canvas shoe or something like that that he, that he can wear out. It, it just mix and match and like have it match. What you, your shirt in a way, or play the colors off each other a little bit. That's that's it. He, JP could be fixed in five minutes. <laughs> Relatively, he's got it together. He just needs some a little bit of help on um, what's on trend. Like he'll just wear the same thing until he dies. He's been wearing the same clothes fifteen years ago. He'll be wearing the same. He'll be wearing the same clothes fifteen years from now. Really thinking about JP's style of late. 
Yeah, there, there, it's, it is a fine line. You don't need to dress like a, like a Gen Z person. You don't need to wear, uh, I don't even, joggers are played out, whatever they're wearing now. Like JP, they wear baggy clothes, right? They wear the loose mm-hmm. fitting. If you go to Abercrombie, they wear loose fitting pants, big, that's not, that's not on trend for a 50 year old man. But what JP's still wearing is, is ill fitting a little bit. JP would actually be best suited if he came in slovenly. Right? Yeah. If he came to work like Eric does, like Jason does, if he wore track pants or sweatpants and a, mm-hmm. and a hoodie, he's he's doing himself a disservice by dressing up for work. And then because he- because his dress up is so, I guess, so minimalist and so so bad is that it is that it sticks out, especially when everyone else isn't is dressed in sweats. And EB is the most frustrating one because I can't figure him out. Some things he's obscenely passionate about about having the right brand or style or spending money on something of his clothes that he likes but then other things he's absolutely adamantly against spending money on uh, his clothes so like he's a mix match and i can't ever figure him out yeah it's almost like he's uh bipolar his his clothing is bipolar yeah yes that's what i said yes is that yeah like you said he's will he's willing he's, to he's so my- arrogant about things and like he, if you drive if you drive a piece of crap car he'll joan on you until the end of the time cows come home right and say you're nubs you got a hoopty you want you get yourself a nice bmw but then he'll he, he doesn't then he'll say oh i only get my clothes at tj Maxx. yeah i get i uh, i get uh, this this peter millar shirt for 20 dollars at tj Maxx. yeah Trust me, I know the shirts. I, I know the out. shirts that he's getting at TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. They're not the sillies. So it, much TJ Maxx talk, but it is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, cakes, I kind of give up on Lurch. Lurch is also uh, when he goes out, he looks, he looks nice. I know he looks. And amazing. We talked about that, yeah. But here he just he's just wearing the same clothes every day. And Jason actually has the most style out of all the guys when he cares. But yeah, when he cares. Yeah, absolutely. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to get off on a tangent like that. I know we kind of talked about the guy's style before. The fashion, we could talk know, about their fashion I know, every I know, week. I know, the, just the, the Paul Rabel picture really put things into perspective. Yeah. But um, let's take a quick break. When we come back, mm-hmm. Drab, yeah. I got a bone to pick with you. I don't know if you know what I want to mm, bring up, but you no, mentioned, you mentioned I'm sure something. It's a long, I'm sure it's a long list of things that you could you pick You mentioned from. something earlier, I think it was off air, mm-hmm. that I wanted to confront you about on this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, a good tease there. All right, but before we get do that, uh, I gotta let you know that today's episode of Bit Season is brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep supports me, supports Drabby, supports Awad, supports Bit Season. Well, how about it supports the junkies because they're going to my office, all four of them, every day, pounding the Don't Sleep. They love it too. I, I've been on a Don't Sleep kick. You, you've been on, everyone's on the, on the Don't Sleep kick. Uh, get some it's today. A free for all. Get some today at don'tsleepenergy.com. Use that promo code BITSEASON for 10% off every order. Follow and like on all social media at Don't Sleep Energy and get some on Amazon. We'll be right back. What's up? It's Matt Valdez, and you know I love SeatGeek. I have the app. Actually, I was looking at the Orioles home opener series against the Angels. Drab, I found an amazing deal with SeatGeek. Tickets for $71, the 14th row behind home plate that Saturday. You can't beat that. Who are you looking to see? Otani? <laughs> Gone. I guess Trout? 
Injured list. I'll go see Rendon. Yeah, I'll, I'll go see Rendon sit the bench. Uh, yeah, SeatGeek is a great operation. You guys know by now you're looking for the green dots when you download the app to find the best price available. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. Yes, they have over 70,000 events, including concerts, comedy shows, festivals, sports, like the Orioles opener that I'm going to. Drabby, that green dot, it was huge when I clicked on it on SeatGeek. So SeatGeek puts all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you are getting a good deal. And yeah, the green means go. Yes, I believe my deal was a 9.7 on the meter, Drabby. They rate them uh, on a scale between 1 to 10. And right now, when you download the SeatGeek app and use that promo code BITSEASON, one word, you get $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with the promo code BITSEASON. Make sure you get that app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Bit Season episode 118. Before we went to break, I said that I had an issue with Drab this week. Um, I teased that. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, there's been a, there's a lot of discussion about what we were going to pick for Gronk's Kick of Destiny for FanDuel. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We were debating yes, no, how much money of the pot you would win if you selected yes, how much mm-hmm. you would do no, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And then uh, we saw that big, long miss wide right before the Super Bowl. And then and then Drab could not stop joning on Gronk because he missed it. And then Drab uttered these words. He says, it's a 25-yard field goal. I could make three in a row. <sighs> Drab. Yes. I think I think you have a misconception of just how athletic you are to think that you can just go out to a, mm-hmm. a football field, mm-hmm. put put a football down 25 yards away from the goalpost yeah. and go 3 for 3 like you're Adam Vinatieri or something. Do you know how easy a 25-yard field goal is? I'm aware of how far 25 yards it's, is no it's you could do it with your left foot 
It's not, it's not about strength and distance. That's what I'm trying, that's what I've been trying to tell you. Gronk is a stiff athlete. He has no, you think he practiced that? It's something you learn when you're young. This is why the best soccer players are the best kickers. The best rugby players are the best punters because once you, you, you learn how to kick a ball well when you're young, you can do it for a lifetime, Valdez. Give a man a fish. <laughs> eats for a day. Teach a man to fish. He eats for a lifetime. Oh, what does that mean? What does that here's, mean in this scenario? Here's what I'm getting. Is that at. You're, you're kicking for a lifetime. You're because scared. You, you think? No, you know, I've, no, no. I grew grew up playing soccer just like no, you. No, I was probably a better soccer player than you were growing. You probably maybe you were. I but I knew I knew how to kick a ball. I knew how to kick a ball. I could score from no. mid. I could score from midfield. That's how booming my leg was. Midfield, what? When you were six, when is when it's that, twenty that, ten that's, yards that's away. How, that's how booming my leg was when I was a youth. L- L- okay, all right, Valdez. But, uh, it's practice makes perfect. I know, and you you couldn't, and you're not hitting no, a football. No, no, no. It's riding a bike, Valdez. When I was young. All I did, I wasn't allowed to watch television, okay? There's two things I can do <laughs> well. Explains a lot. Okay, I wasn't allowed to watch television on school nights or school or weekdays. The only time I could really watch was like Notre Dame football is I'm like Rudy in the afternoon <laughs> yeah. on Saturdays. We played a lot of sports. We just we weren't allowed to do like sit. my mom was the called the general. I told you this. There was no sitting around loafing on the couch in front of the TV. And so I had to go outside and play either football and I was obsessed with football by myself. Or with my brothers. And majority of the time, my brothers didn't want to play with me. So I can do two things well, Valdez. This is how I would spend hours upon hours upon hours. My my backyard was a field, okay? A, a giant park with no toys, nothing. It was literally like a football field. Mm-hmm. And those Cahills have acreage. No, it was a city I know, property. I know, you backed up to it. Yeah. yeah, okay, we backed up to a giant field that they mowed every week. It, it was literally, I couldn't have asked for anything better in my life because it was just an awesome place to play out there if you like football, all right? <laughs> so sometimes I'd play with the neighbors, but most of the time, here's the two things I did. I threw passes to myself and I kicked... <laughs> field goals over the fence. I did this every day for years and years and years. That's why when I was 20 something years old, I've done it in a while, I could throw a football 60 yards. I'm not bragging, but there's just, I could do that. And I could kick a 45 to 50 yard field goal, no problem. It would go through the uprights, accuracy, maybe here and there. A 25 yard field goal, I could probably do with my left foot. It's, it's, it's only, it's all, it's like, uh, Ricky Fowler, not the biggest guy on tour, but go- great golfers have great distance because they've done it a billion times. I used to kick a ball when I was young off a tee over the fence pretending it was a field goal a million times in my life. That's why I can kick a 25-yard field goal. It has yeah. nothing to do with brute strength. Yeah, but you haven't done it. You haven't done it. I know, it but it's like years. riding a bike. It's like riding a bike. I would love it's I, it's it's what is it's it's form. It's all form. Just your, let me see your form. What, There's why, hundreds. What, what, why you wouldn't know? And you know what else? You, you wouldn't know what you're looking at. You wouldn't know. Also, I was a barefoot kicker. I didn't like having my shoe on. Barefoot kicking was popular in the NFL back in the early '90s when you were just a twinkle in your daddy's eye. And I was kicking. <laughs> I was born in '87. <laughs> I mean, come on. I was kicking barefoot. I I, I love kicking barefoot, and so. Uh, just because of the trading cards that I had, uh-huh. I didn't even watch these guys on TV. That the, the, they were the barefoot kickers, and so I would always take my shoes off and kick barefoot. I think I think a lot of this 
hubris. It's not hubris that, that you have. Um, I think oh yeah, the the athletic kicker, field goal kicker. <laughs> no one's ever bragged about their athleticism. There's, it's the least athletic guy on the field. <laughs> right? I'm not bragging about that. There's some sort of athleticism. I the, I think I think that that your machismo when it comes to this, I think it extends from Eric, the videos of Eric uh kicking field goals in the Can turkey bowl. His form is embarrassing. He toe punts that thing uh, an extra point and then he's been bragging about it for 30 years. It was <laughs> it was ugly. It was ugly. There would was, you would you be open? Would you be open to to kicking three field goals from twenty five yards? Sure. If yeah, you, absolutely. If if you, I mean, do you want me to go out and practice it beforehand? You didn't say that I couldn't practice it. A, a couple warm up kicks or something. All right, now you're I trying get, to put me on the spot and be like, oh, go throw. All right, I give you a couple. I give you a couple warm up kicks. Uh, shake the cobwebs out. I know. Down. You I were acting like a, making a twenty five yard field goal. Well, you some, also uh, said uh, well, you feet also of said, destiny or whatever they call it. <laughs> well, you also said that you would go three for three. Here's, the, here's what I know: I can kick a field goal in, at, at age forty, whatever old, uh, forty-one. I could kick a forty-one yard field goal. Let me. Uh, what if, if I if I practice and warmed up enough? What, what about if you, do you off think, a tee by myself with no pass rush, <laughs> off like a you know? Uh, yeah. Do you think do you think you it. could kick it farther than I could? Like you, like yeah, if everyone, yeah. if everyone at this station lined up to kick a ball, well, you're off the one tee. acting like a 25 yard field goal is 70 yards. I'm just, I'm just asking. What, what's like, so like, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to gauge yes, your leg. My strength. answer is yes. Okay. My answer is yes. What is so fearful about a 25 yard field goal to you that you think can't be accomplished by an average Joe? I'm not saying it can't be accomplished by an average Joe. I just think that there's more into it than like. Like yeah, you think course. you think this is like a a two foot gimme putt Valdez, on, on it, an old pro course. Valdez, if I went out and tried to drive uh, two hundred and fifty yards, I wouldn't be able to do it. You could do that with your eyes closed because you golf all the time. And and if you took a break and you came back in ten years and you teed up a ball, you could still hit it two hundred and fifty yards because that's what your body is used to. It's it's like cakes. The big cakes can run a marathon, right? Or mm-hmm. not a run. A, he can run 10 miles. He could wake up tomorrow and run 10 miles because his body was trained to do that. And once you're trained to do something, you can do it to a certain degree forever. That's like me in field goals. <laughs> That's like you on the driving range. All right? trying, I know what you're doing. You're I'm trying, not doing it. You're trying, trying, to, you're trying to get me on your side by complimenting my golf I, I, game. I'm not. I just, you know, you're just a big lonk and you go out there and you smash the ball and it, because you've put a lot of practice into it. My practice came when I was young. I'm also I'm – t- uh, I'm team Rob – because I'm Team Lunk, I know, you're too stiff. You, 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 yeah, you and Gronk are built from the same cloth. Too stiffs, too much muscle, too much body weight. You're, you're, you're cane around. You got the stiffest hips. Your stiffs. You, 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 your bodies. First of all, I'm not sure you could kick a ten yard field goal with your your knee condition, your 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 gout, your whatever you got, your hemorrhoids that you still are talking about every five minutes on the show. Don't you think I wasn't listening? Two segments today. We were talking about Valdez's hemorrhoids. Last week we were supposed to end it. This guy. I've never seen somebody milk something. I mean, ca- cancer patients get less attention than Valdez's hemorrhoids. I, I didn't bring it, them up. Do, it doesn't end. I didn't bring and them up. also, I have a theory. I actually have a theory. I, didn't bring I have up. a theory that your hemorrhoid is gone and you're still t- trying to milk it and trying to tell people that you have it. 
That's my theory that I just let out right now that I've been holding in. I think it's gone. I think you got a steroid cream and evaporated quickly. I think your vitiligo's gone. I think you like telling people you have these illnesses and, and, or, or these, uh, you know, aff- what, what, affliction, what, afflictions. What, what am I? I'm like, uh, what's, what's your name? With the Munchausen yeah, syndrome? You're, you're, oh, I make um, myself sick so that yeah, I get attention? Yeah. Who's the girl who shot her mommy? Yeah, Gypsy Rose. Yeah, Gypsy you're Gypsy Rose. Rose. I'm yeah. Gypsy Rose. Yeah. Gypsy Valdez. Uh, you know, I, am I going? Tell me, ever, just tell no, me, no, no, no. tell me in the no. tell me in the bit season audience right now. I want the truth. Uh, yeah. Is the hemorrhoid gone? No, it's not gone. Is it? Is, is By it, the way, is I it, didn't bring it, it up. Is it a small? Is it a small bump at this point? It's it's not small. Is it uh, even look, look, hey, look, I'm talking about it. I didn't bring it up. I just want everyone. Well, I to know. know. I want I, the truth out there <laughs> once and for all. It's not gone. It's going at a. It's reducing at a very slow slow pace. It's a glacier pace right now. I think it's, you, man, it's actually making me mad. That it's I not think gone. you but, pro- probably texted that listener. And you have a relationship with him, and you told that to hey, call in, give me a chance to talk about my hemorrhoids again, <laughs> no. and pretend like you don't know me. No, I, I, JP brought JP brought it up today, and then the the guys brought it up to the doctor. I didn't want. To, I, didn't I know. Want to do it. I know they did, but you oh, just gleefully you, just, oh, just just. What do you want me to give? Asking, what do you want me to give? Dead air. No, but give the silent you know, treatment. Hey, you have great radio, radio instincts, and people clearly are into this. I'm not. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Because every guy who's ever had a hemorrhoid has a connection with you now, and you're doing a weird. It's a weird thing. I'm out on the hemorrhoid talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing hemorrhoid talk. And then someone said, "Drab, you said last week on Bit Season, no more hemorrhoid talk." And then you talked about hemorrhoids for 18 minutes. <laughs> How did we get on this? I don't know. You're, I know one thing is um, never make drab or, or no, never question drab's athleticism. That's one way for him to to uh, spring back in your face. Here, you can outdrive me. I can outkick you in a field goal, and I know for fact because we've done it. I can outbroad jump you. Because we that is <laughs> you know, that happened on the show that happened on the show. I out jumped out broad jumped you by an entire two you, feet. You have you have a lot of JP in. <laughs> like, you know that? Probably a little bit. It's probably you have, one. A, you have a lot. There's of a JP. lot of yeah yeah. I see eye to eye with JP on a lot of things. Very similar to to, to that. You challenge JP and he will uh, no. he, he will take the bait. Same with you. I don't challenge you. Challenge me. I accept it. I didn't challenge you. You said like you. I know. You I'm saying. Me. I'm telling the people. Right. You challenge. You, you challenge Drab. He will take the bait, and he will get defensive. Someone challenged me to a cage fight many years ago, and I accepted. I'm not out there looking for fights, but I'll finish one. I know one. I know one thing. You're you're sick of the hemorrhoid talk. I was sick of you trying to show Mar your entire cage fight on YouTube. Oh, he had to know about. It. He's a mixed martial arts fan. He didn't know about my my infamous cage fight. You should have seen Drab. He was going over like the Subruder film. <laughs> he, I was. I, yeah, yeah. He needs to know about the history of the junkies, or actually the history of drab. If he wants to be hey, on the junkies, you know, you ever seen the movie The Fighter with Christian Bale? Of course. Yeah, that's like you talking about the time you uh, knocked down uh, what's his name, Sugar Ray. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, sorry, I'm sorry to challenge you. Mm-hmm. Your confidence, your confidence makes me think that you can do it, but I just. I thought I just thought that I'm not a wad. I, I don't go out there Plus, gloating or I'm not Jeff Walker who works here who thinks I'm God's gift to sp- athletics. I just know there's certain things that I'm halfway decent at. Yeah, that's why that's also why you have credibility. You also said you could throw the ball 90 miles an hour, didn't you? 
80 miles yeah, an hour. Eight, but that was in my heyday. Okay. That was when I was probably 28, 29. I, I kicked. But Danny Ruye confirmed that. He said I had. He said I had the form. Or, the form. Or, <laughs> he watched me throw before, okay. and he said he's drives guy has it in him. We're going to make a couple adjustments, and he'll be hitting eighty miles an hour, no problem. I also, I also uh, am skeptical of the of the uh, field goal kicking because I used to I used to kick in high school for the football team. Well, then what do you what do you what do you mean? I'm just well, saying. Then why are you so surprised about a twenty five yard field goal? Because I'm most so, I'm just saying I'm just saying you like, were the, you were the football team kicker. Uh, <laughs> the, what, is, the, what is going? That's not true. Yes, it is. The, my JV JV season, the the kicker got hurt, and so they thrusted me in to go. Kick oh, well, it was like a one time thing where someone you no know. for like three games. Did you make a field goal? Yeah. Why didn't you say that? <laughs> is you trying to hold that in so you could you 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 come out there and kick a field the yard <laughs> okay. field goal and embarrass me I was or something? Is, to keep that up my ace up my sleeve. Yeah, well, you, you let it out. Okay. I still w- would feel confident in my kicking. No, no, your confi- your confidence has me persuaded. Hmm. Yeah, you can. You've been you, slow playing me here. You, you can, you're trying to hustle me. No, I'm not hustling. Like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> That's the second white man can jump. <laughs> oh, I, know. That's my I, know, I, I know. Um, hey, hey, uh, athletic achievements. Um, there's a weird infatuation um, with athletic achievements and this thing that Eric won't let go about Ben Affleck and the spiral he throws. Yeah. He's become obsessed with it. And I don't know. I don't know if it's the spot, if it's the spiral part or if it like he doesn't like Ben and it gives him a reason to hate Ben. I always, I'll say, I always enjoy that the uh, diatribe from EB. What, you know, his what makes a man is how well he can throw a baseball or a spiral, right? Yeah. Like that's literally it for Eric. That's what makes a man. It, it's not whether he can fix a car. He's really good at cars, or he's a really good leader, mm-hmm. or he's just uh, you know really, grow, can grow can grow a beard. Grow a beard, manly stuff. He's a hunter. And he, it, none of that matters. It's just it's, whether you can throw a spiral or not. I, I'm always amused by, by it. Sometimes he has me going, you know what? He's right. Like if you, if you can't throw a ball, you're just, that's pathetic. But then we see phenomenal athletes like John Wall go out there mm-hmm. and can't throw a baseball. And then he'd be saying, he's not a, he's not a man. He's not a, he's, you know. Do you know, do you know, I've always been timid. I've always been timid to throw the pigskin around Eric because of his, because I just I feel like you're under a microscope. Mm. Your spiral. If it's well, not, what makes him uh, if it's not tight, coach? If it's not tight enough, he's gonna Joan, and he'll think less of you. I've always thought about I thought of that. Mm. That when, tells when, me a lot about your spiral. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, it tells it tells me you got a nub spiral. I can throw a spiral, but I've always been uh, conscientious of it. That you're just gonna be critiqued. Yeah. So that, I okay. Want, I, yeah. I don't want to be pr- critiqued. Here, here's what's interesting. Ben Affleck has, pardon my French, f- dozens of the hottest chicks on the planet. That's not manly enough for EB. <laughs> what do you think of his um, of his um, his saying that he wouldn't let his daughter marry? I know. It's just so you think he's taking it too far? It's taking it too far. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a ridiculous. Ben Affleck might be a better athlete than EB. He's he's got an athletic. First body. off, we don't ben, even Ben has an athletic body. We don't even know if he was doing a bit or not with that spiral. You believe he was? I think he Eric was. Eric doesn't do, believe do you, he was. Do you think? He I don't was? know. I I don't know. I honestly don't know. I need I need to think about it more. 
I know that's a terrible answer from a radio host, but I honestly don't know. Well, didn't you see? I could see your side. Didn't you see the throw in the nineteen ninety? Yeah, movie. No, it was a still shot, so I didn't really. Oh no, it was a throw. Yeah, but it, I, he had a he had a face mask. on. He could have been coached up for the day or something. He had a face mask. It could have been a a, a, a body double, like I said. Um, what makes a man to you, Valdez? Um. I think being, I think being like a man, what's something that a man has to be able to do? Uh, grow. Uh, like I said this before, grow a beard. Can I tell you why? If, if you don't, if like, like if you can't have a bushy beard, mm-hmm. I think you you kind of lose points you, in the man you, department because you're, you don't have enough enough testosterone. Yes. Like, can like I me, tell you like what me. makes a man for me? What's that? That Eric does not check off those boxes much more in my in my catalog of what makes a man much more than a spiral. I determine if a, if you're a man if you know how to pay your bills and you pay your bills on time and you drive the car the family car and you don't let your wife drive <laughs> you around everywhere. Those are the two <laughs> biggest things for me. Eric doesn't do either one of them, and it drives me insane. Let's his <laughs> wife do all the finances in the house. I can't, I can't have that. No, no, Maybe no, I'm a pig. I gotta have my man. I gotta have the father in the house paying the bills and driving the, the station about, wagon. Do you, in terms of paying the bills, do you consider balance, balancing the checkbook? Yes. No, no, because that my mom used to do that. No, that was that was my mom's duty was balance the checkbook. I need. I, I, I need the I, I, I need I know, the fa- I need the father in charge of the finances. You, maybe your dad oversees it, or he's the, when the, the 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 that's just me. That that that's for because that's what my dad did growing up. That's how I do it. That's how America does it. And so far, it's worked out pretty good. Eric doesn't drive his car when he lets his wife. Yeah. That's number one for me. My brother lets his wife do drive him around. And you know what? In those in that relationship, his wife wears the pants. <laughs> My brother, he has to ask to go to the bathroom for all I know. And that's what I think happens in EB's house, and it drives me insane. What about, what about, also, I think if, I think you're a man if, if you can fall asleep in a recliner. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, there's something about recliners. Like if you have a recliner, mm-hmm. I think that, that ups your man card. I don't, okay. All right. I could fall asleep. I mean, well, I, 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 just, I, mean, you, I haven't you, tried in years. You enjoy recliners. Oh, you have to. So you want you need to uh, have a nice lazy boy. Yes, I think that makes you. I think that makes you a man. Like if you have an affinity for him. I've always thought lazy boys are kind of trashy. <laughs> well, <laughs> we just didn't have one in our house growing up. We had a love seat and a couch. No, we had. We a, never had a lazy boy. We had a lazy boy. Maybe I mean that's for like the, the dad in the basement drinking the beer and smoking the cigarettes and. Are you, are you surprised that my dad? <laughs> no, no, my dad no, no, I'm that. not surprised. Uh, to me, I don't take the always the trashy people's house. Always had the lazy boy. Um, <laughs> growing up, I don't. It might be things. It might be different now. Just in my mind, you know, gray, what else? gray, or like a flannel lazy boy, trashy. Here's this. <laughs> you're making me question a lot of things about my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, here, another manly, manly feature. You're able. To uh, to be a grill master, grilling. Yeah, that's grilling. That, grilling. Yeah, like it, like if I give you a piece of meat and I say, "Hey, Drab, I, can you make this? Um, can you cook this medium for me?" You you're able to. What about do, this? You're able to do it without sure without 
opening it up and checking it twenty thousand times. I've told you, I don't grill a lot. I don't even. I don't even. And it's in your I, blood. I don't buy steaks, but I do. I'll grill hamburgers. Yeah, or I'll grill chicken. chicken. Yeah. I have a barbecue. Yeah. Um, do you think EB? Does EB grill the steaks at his house or does yeah, Dina? He, no, he, he, he says does. all the time that he he loves doing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The chicken thighs with adobo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So he does. Okay, I'll give him. He gets a point for yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your wife cannot do the cannot do cannot man the grill. That's why they call it man in the grill. All <laughs> yeah. right, she can't do that. Nah. Yeah, she'll she's her. Yeah, I don't want to get fired, but her place is the wife is in the kitchen. <laughs> the man is on the grill. That's just how that's how it works. Yeah, but don't you you're in the kitchen. I, I think it's changed a little bit, especially with like a lot of male um celebrity chefs out there. There's nothing emasculating about a male cooking a meal or dad cooking a meal. Yeah. Right? Right. It's kind of fun. Um what what, what else? Baking. Oh, well, ba- guys, yeah, ma- guys guys dads don't bake. God, yeah. Dads don't bake. That's where I drive the line. <laughs> If you're making pastries. Yeah. Hey, I thought of something the other day, and I well, ha- I haven't been able to shake it. So Burt Kreischer was on his podcast. Um, I just saw a clip of it. Mm-hmm. He was doing a podcast. I don't know if it was Tom Segura or who he was doing it with. But he basically said that if you saw a man walking down a street eating an ice cream cone, that that man is basically a pervert and to stay away from him. <laughs> and I was like, that's a ridiculous thing. But then I started thinking, he he actually just said ice cream. Like, a man would should like, never go to an ice cream store and buy ice cream for like, himself. Like, by himself? <laughs> and like, that's like kind of weird. Like, going to uh, Brewster? Yeah, or but then the, yeah, the, but then the comments were like, you know what? If I did see a guy walking down the side, licking an ice cream cone, that would be weird. And I started thinking, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Is that weird? I think that's kind of weird. I'm not sure I would do that anymore. Like, would you go to an ice cream shop about these and get a double scoop of birthday cake ice cream? That sounds delicious. Okay, on a hot summer day, and just sit there on a park bench eating the ice cream cone. Yes, you I would. would. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't have any issues mm. with it, especially especially in the summer. It's like you got nothing to do, and it's like seven o'clock at night mm-hmm. and it's, by yourself. And it's like muddy. by yourself. Yeah, I would. You would. I'm so, I, I, would, I think I, Burke, throw, I think Burke, Burke <laughs> Kreischer kind of sold me a little bit. It's kind of weird. I would put, I I would put my air. I would put my AirPods uh-huh. in. Walk. Listen to something. I think bowl Either. of ice cream different. There's something about the the cone. The cone. The cone uh, makes no, 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 weird what, what about this? What about this? The ice cream. You see the ice cream man. You're no, out. You, you can't see, go to the ice cream you man. You see the ice cream man. No. No, you, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, uh, six year old, a ten year old, Valdez, another seven year old. You're standing in the line with your hands in your pocket. I that's no, you can't do that. You got a car. You could drive to the. You, I know, but I'm just saying, like you're out, you're out and about. Uh, no, say you're uh, you're at your kid's soccer game or something, and the ice cream man uh, comes. That's up, different. That's and, different. And then, and then that's th- different. Playing, and then you no. got a hankering for a double no, bubble. That's different because you're with your kids. And you take, no, no, no! You don't. You're not taking your. No, no, no! I'm talking this. Valdez is at his apartment. 
you hear the ice cream man music. You're watching the O's on TV. <laughs> you hear the ice cream man music and you hear him driving around down the street. You go over to it, you, you, your key or your little console <laughs> table and you start opening up that dish and you start grabbing a bunch of quarters and you run outside like uh, and you, like a kid? Like a kid and you chase down the ice cream truck and you get yourself a, a, uh, a, a, rock, a rocket popsicle. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, that, no, like there's no way that's acceptable. I think that's that acceptable. That is totally unacceptable for a gray-haired 37-year-old man to do. I think it's acceptable. No way. Pervert it's alert. Like, That's like, a pervert no, alert. No, it's like a little Might as well treat. be driving the van. <laughs> hey, kids, I got some... Uh, no, I got some special ice cream in the back. No. I would... No, That's. That would. I think that's fine. It's almost like a dessert. You never get dessert all the time. If you hear the ice cream man come. What's your one seat at the ice cream truck? At the ice cream truck? Mm-hmm. Growing, up, I, growing up, I was a big double... Uh, a, Bubble play fan. That's, oh, that's, that's the popsicle the, with that's the, the bubble popsicle, gum. Mm-hmm. That's a popsicle that was shaped like the Milwaukee Brewers mitt, and then in the middle it had a, a bubble gum. Mm. And if it said home run on the on the bubble gum, you got a second, you got a, a, another ice cream treat. But now, but now, yeah. Uh, if the ice cream man was cruising around, I would probably get just a plain vanilla cone, like a soft serve cone. So you always got like the. Um the Spider-Man popsicle with his eyes were bu- bubble gum or whatever. Yeah, as a kid, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I hated those. Yeah, or the, yeah, the baseball glove. And- I told you, I wasn't. I told mm. you, I'm not a chocolate guy. No, that's right. You're not a chocolate guy. I'm not a chocolate guy. I, I, not like I hated it, but like as a yeah. kid, I just I didn't really like chocolate. Uh, so that's why I would get the bubble play. That's why if I was going to get why, why soft I, serve, why, I would get I would get vanilla. Why am I drawing a blank? What's the cone? The push pop. Thing. No, no, not push. I like push pops. The cone with um, the nuts on top of it. What is that called? Oh, that's um, chocolate. Yeah, that's um, a, a drumstick. Drumstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drumstick was always my first pick. I like ice cream sandwiches. Those were classic. Can never go did, wrong with that. Did you did were you the were you the kid that would squeeze down and then lick? Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. all over the side. You gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. All over your face. We're talking about we're talking about pervert. <laughs> you put your you put your lips. You put your tongue between the yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, between I know the labia there. Yeah, I know what you're doing. <laughs> you squeeze it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if they had them, um, always an ice cream sandwich, or like, not ice cream sandwich, um, cookie sandwich. <laughs> chip those, whip. Chip whip. Chip, those are too expensive, though. Now usually yeah, usually yeah, I had like, like 75 cents or yeah. I get some strawberry uh, shortcake, whatever that thing I was. Like, I like seeing Drab with his ice cream sandwich squeeze, squeezing <laughs> it down, yeah. and his hands just look like he wiped his ass <laughs> barehanded. Those big lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just covered in ice cream. Looking uh, like Costanza at Wimbledon yeah, or, or at the uh, U.S. Open. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what? I'm looking forward to that this summer. My kids are of age. We can run outside. And I, you know, I'll are you going to use it as an excuse to get, or use your kids? Now I a, will. Now I will. Um, you think they have anything new? Or do you think it's the same ice cream stuff from 20-something years, 30 years? Jeez, 30 years ago. I think they have some of the classics because do, I think, because I'm, I think that um, – they they're trying to get their kids. You know what I mean. Yeah. When dads and moms mm-hmm. are bringing their kids, I need I, I need some advancements in the frozen treat game. Is what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of those uh, those frozen icy push up pop things that you like with a the, bubble gum. They're delicious. They're delicious. Especially and you know what? I I, I get sport points for that. Why? Yeah, because as a kid, I'm getting the I'm oh, getting the baseball, the baseball glove. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
No, I'm a big, big, big chocolate guy with the ice cream truck. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, let's. What else we got, Valdez? Anything else to you want to touch on before we go? What's your tilt? Oh, oh, you know what my tilt of the week is? Uh, real quick. Yeah. I'm shocker. I'm picking JP again. JP forgetting that the cap center was demolished <laughs> a billion years 20 ago. years ago. I don't know like what happened to JP's brain either in that moment or just had been totally punched out that he thought that the cap center was still over there in Largo. Or whatever city that actually is. That's kind of tilting. Dude, they knock that thing down, and then that's where they built the... We've been there. That's it's, where they built the Magic Theater. That's where LeVar's Sideline Restaurant was. Yeah. It's, it's a, a whole development. It was a, brain, it was a brain fart. It was a brain fart. It was just, he said, what events are they holding at the yeah. Cap Center yeah, right like now? They're, like they're doing concerts. Oh, my God. That was my tilt of the week. Um, my tilt of the week is it's got to be EB. Right. Um, my issue with Eric this week, and it happened on Thursday's show, is... He's doing road trips all the time, and yeah. so I guess he's trying to uh, be good in terms of eating mm-hmm. on, on said road trip, and he just didn't know what he should get from a Wawa or the store or the Royal Farms uh, yeah. while he's on the road, Like, because obviously he wants to eat while he's, while he's driving, and he feels bad about eating all this crappy food, and we gave him about 10 billion suggestions of how to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. We tried. Uh, snacks that that are healthy, things that he could do, uh, how it could all be psychological in his head that he wants to eat while he's driving. Mm-hmm. And after we gave him all of those suggestions, he hated every single one of them and is going to continue to eat fried chicken uh, when he's driving up to Marist. Dude, I just, ha- I just had an idea. You know who we should book on the show to give him advice on what to eat on the road? Who? My cousin Rhonda. <laughs> Get Rhonda back great, on the show. That's a great, she, great call. She lived her life on the road yes. as a trucker. Yes. Evie's cousin Rhonda. Great call. And she probably has, she's always fun to listen to on the air. She's retired now, but she could give Evie some tips on. Hey, uh, you know, let's book that for next week. I'm I book it for tomorrow. Yeah, book it for tomorrow. <laughs> book it for tomorrow. Or tips for EB yeah. on the road. Yeah, where do you, going how to eat healthy. Smart, smart producing. Thank you. you. Killed a segment right there. <laughs> Killed a segment. I'll, I'll fire off a fa- Facebook message today. All right. All right. Um, before we get out of here, we got to let you know that our jumbo lump parlay. All right. Uh, football's out uh, after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So we got to, we got to come up with some college hoops winners i might have a ufc play i gotta talk to mar tonight because he's been he he wants back on he wants back on our good gracious because he gave us a bunch of losers last month so keep an eye out on saturday morning at bit season on instagram and twitter matt underscore valdez drab Mm t-shirt uh we're gonna put out a, a our play our jumbo lump parlay you can see the odds boost um did you hit your super bowl parlay i did not drab didn't either I, I don't. Yusek had one catch for I like know. ten yards. Dude, I thought I, he got involved early in the game. Yeah. I said, and I said, "Oh man, this is a Yusek game." No, I, I, I knew mine. Was, I knew mine wasn't hitting when Pacheco fumbled on the seven yard line. I'm like, no chance. They give him the they ball. Give, go yeah, go line rush again. Yeah. But you know what? Football season's over. We're turning the page into hoop season or UFC season. All right, or spring training baseball season or. NASCAR season. NASCAR season. I might have a play for you at Daytona. <laughs> hey, don't steal my NASCAR. <laughs> I, I, I might be the NASCAR guy now. 
All right, but uh, keep an eye out for our Jumbo Lump Parlay. It's brought to you by Crab Sports, Maryland's number one local sports book. Crab Sports is the only sports book that offers special boosts and parlays on all the DMV teams. We're partnering with local hero brands and businesses to bring you the best localized betting experience. Make sure you sign up now for the Jumbo Lump Parlay. Crab Sports wants to remind you to please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Must be 21 years of age or older download the crab sports app use promo code bit season look at all their boosts see the jumbo lump parlay boost and pick some winners with crab sports so bit uh, season episode 118 in the books in the books drabby's going to be warming up his leg so that when we call on him to kick a field goal he'll be ready to go i wish it was something i could prove to you right now and maybe we'll never know maybe now, let me see your form just just do one just do one quick kick Describe it. All right. I, uh, okay. All right. Our drab is limping around the studio right now. Okay. He's lining up. His seat. Okay. Okay. Well, first off, you got to know. Yeah. You got to. All yeah, right. He's lining up. He's doing the proper Three walk back. back. One, two. All right. Why do they do that, drab? Why do they uh, line up their it's steps? The proper distance. Three proper steps distance. Back, two steps to the left. Okay. All that for 25 yards. Yep. All right. Okay. All right. All right, you know what I, I know, I know, I, yeah, I, I understand. It's limited space. You know, you know, I believe you, Drab. You want to know why? It's that leg motion. No, 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 no. The head motion. Oh, you saw something there. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. something. I saw something. Right. Your head was very still at the ball. You didn't go look up to see it. Uh, there go you go. The uprights. Yep. Hmm. You might, that, I think you might be on to something. All right. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Yeah, happy President's Day. Happy President's Day. We'll see you back on the Junkies tomorrow or Tuesday next time you tune in. See ya. All right, later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.